Hello, Mavmind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the Hypno Sales Show. Today, we're going to be talking about how to interview a sales rep, part four. All right, if you've already been watching the other parts, parts one through three, you know I'm, I'm revealing some questions that I've been asking sales reps for over 15 years now and what it reveals to me about their subconscious and about how they're gonna be in the job because ultimately I wanna hire candidates into my sales roles that you know they're gonna be uh, proficient, uh, effective, I wanna make sure they're happy, I wanna make sure they don't leave, I wanna retain them because if I hire rock stars to work for my team, I don't want them to leave, I want them to be happy and I want them to say, this is the best job, the best technology, the best boss, the best team I've ever worked for, the best company I've ever worked for. I want them to say that and the only way to really know for me for sure the way I've learned to do it is asking these questions in all six of these parts, uh, parts one through six of how to interview a sales rep. So if you haven't seen the other parts, go watch the other ones, get the other questions that I've asked over hundreds and hundreds, maybe in thousands of reps I've interviewed now over 15 years. These are the same questions I ask in order to figure out how their brains how their brains work how do they make decisions what motivates them what do they like or don't like how do they frame things how do they collaborate do they, how do they take coaching what's going to be the better way to coach them to make them effective that's what all these questions are about and these parts are about so today we're talking about part four and the question is basically pretty generic but it has a lot to it so i'll just dissect a little bit but the question in general is what metaphor or analogies do you use? What metaphor or analogies do you use? And the reason I say metaphor or analogies is because not everyone knows that they're kind of the same thing, but everyone sees it a little differently. So I always use both metaphors or analogies because one of them, at least one of them, will relate to the candidate. They'll understand what I'm asking. And really think about it. If I was asking you this question, what metaphors or analogies do you use, right? you know what I mean by that, right? How do you explain things to customers and prospects using an analogy or a metaphor? That's what I'm really implying. So this is a very implied question. I'm seeing if they can pick up what I mean by the question in itself, because that's what metaphors and analogies do. They're indirect ways of explaining things. So I'm using the question itself to be a way to test their ability to listen to what I mean indirectly and if, I've, uh, if I already determined that they're a direct listener or an indirect listener from the previous questions that I've asked, which is the do you mind if I ask you your middle name or whatever, that's how I can figure out if they're an indirect or this particular question is purposefully, intentionally giving them an indirect question to see how they work their way out of it in determining what I'm asking uh, from, from the very beginning. And so typically I'm listening for if they ask more follow-up questions because I'm so indirect. So, because uh, that's how they're gonna be with real customers and prospects. If a customer or a prospect asks a very indirect question, the worst thing, in my, my opinion, in my experience, the worst thing you can do is assume what you think they mean and then answer, basically answer potentially the wrong question for them. You assume wrong and you answer the wrong question. And guess what the reaction from the prospect or client's gonna be? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Thank you. And then, and then they kind of shut, shut down because they're, they're already making their decision that this is maybe isn't the product or the company or the technology that I want it, that I want to solve my problem with because you assumed wrong. So the best answer is to always ask a follow-up question. So I always ask this indirectly and I'm waiting to see if the candidate says, 
well, what do you mean by metaphor? Can you give me an example of what you mean by metaphor or analogy? Or when you say analogy, do you mean like a story that I tell or like a, like a sports analogy? Like I relate something to sport. Like I'm, I'm letting, I want to listen for them to qualify me more on this question. That's why I ask it in a very indirect, kind of almost a vague way. Like what kind of metaphor, what metaphor or analogies do you use? For what? Use it for what? So I want to see if they assume or if they qualify it more. So that's what I'm listening for first. And then assuming that they do qualify it, then I give them a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like a football analogy, sports analogy. Do you have golf analogy? Do you go to sports or do you have other analogies that you use to describe things to your clients? Because in this role, if you get hired into this role as a sales rep, I want to make sure you know how to describe our technology using a metaphor or an analogy to help them understand. We find that that's a key skill to have. So can you give me an example of one that you've used before? So that's kind of the follow-up. I want to kind of test to see if they have analogies or metaphors that they use, that like go-to ones, ones they always go to. And about half the candidates, I would say half the candidates that I've ever interviewed with this question will always have one. Oh yeah, I, have, I always make it about football or I always make it about uh, you know, golf or I always make it about um, you know, driving cars or how a car is built or something. They'll give you something that they always go to that's their standard metaphor and analogy. And, and that's about half of them will answer that way. The other half, that I have found doing this with hundreds and hundreds of sales reps. The other half of the of the candidates will usually go, I don't have I don't have one. I don't really have one, I don't think. And the reason I've been able to determine the reason why they don't is because they're used to tailoring the analogy or metaphor to the client in the specific situation that they're in each time. So in other words, it doesn't make sense to have a standard football one or car analogy or whatever. They it makes more sense to that candidate, that sales rep to understand your situation as a prospect or client and then be able to tailor, custom fit, customize a metaphor on the spot, on the fly, right there, that will help you understand what you need to understand about the technology if they're explaining it using a metaphor and analogy. So, and, and that's the case, if they don't know one, I'll say, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll qualify them. I'll say, are you used to just making them up depending on the situation with the client or prospect? Do you just make it up? And then typically they'll say, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of do it as I go. I kind of do it on the fly like you're saying. I go, oh, okay. Well, then let me give you something here and then you can give me a metaphor or an analogy for it. Or I'll give you one and then you can describe it to me. How about that? How about if I give you a chance to try one right now? And then typically if they're the type that wants to make it up, they get excited. They go, yeah, 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 I want to do that. I don't have a standard one that I use all the time, but I can make one up right now. Just help. Yeah, I want to work with you. And then you can almost sense their excitement to like for them to demonstrate how they can make up an analogy on the spot. And at that point, I'm kind of like, I don't even care what the analogy is. I just like the fact that they're excited to like, and you know, I've, I've motivated them to like work with me and to, to like role play with me almost making up an analogy. So then I'll give them some scenario. I'll say, okay, imagine that I'm 90 years old and i am uh, got this whole team of people that work for me and um, uh, they uh, you know, talk about all these technology things, but I'm 90 years old and I don't know about Windows and using computers and I don't even have a smartphone. I'm so old, I don't even have a smartphone. So without using any technical terms, Give me an analogy that a 90-year-old executive would understand 
if he were to ask you, what is a, what is a, a desktop shortcut? What is a desktop shortcut? You know, something like that. Like, describe to me what a desktop shortcut is, but you can't use anything technical because this 90-year-old executive doesn't know anything about tech. So you got to use some other analogy to describe it to me. And then I'll wait to see, did they listen to what I said? If they immediately go, well, you're in front of your laptop and Windows, and, that, and the shortcut is like an icon on the, and they start describing to me all these things that I just told them not to describe to me, then I know they're not listening to me. Right? They're not listening to what I'm saying about being nine years old and not having technology. So then I'll qualify it tomorrow. I'll say, no, no, no. I'm nine years old. I don't have Windows. I don't even know what desktop is. I don't have a laptop. I don't have a smartphone. So in some other way, some other analogy, you need to use a metaphor that a 90-year-old executive is going to understand that has nothing to do with technology. Go. And then I'll, I'll put them on the spot and I'll see what they come up with. And typically they'll go, they'll immediately start describing something that's not even technically, technologically related, but they'll describe to me exactly what I need to hear that it basically describes what a desktop shortcut is or whatever I'm asking them to describe for me. And then I just, and I have fun with it and I kind of pretend like I'm old and I don't know, like, what do you mean by that? Can you tell me more about that? And I'll just see if they, if they can get invested into like doubling down on this analogy and really convincing me of what it is that I'm asking about, even though I don't know anything about computers or because I'm 90 years old. So I kind of role play with them a little bit. And typically I'll sense, get that sense of whether they're having fun doing it or whether they feel like it's just making them more uncomfortable. And then I'll know that that's what they're going to be like in front of customers because customers are going to ask them these questions all the time. You probably, in your sales role, you probably know that you get these weird questions, interesting questions, uh, questions you're not ready for, whatever it is from the clients and prospects. And you have to be able to go and describe those analogies or use your standard analogies to help them feel comfortable because that's all telling these stories and using analogies is very hypnotic. It's a hypnotic language. And I want to make sure all of my candidates that I hire have this ability to use metaphors or analogies. And if they can't come up with one or they're just like, I don't use those, that's probably a flag. That's probably like a yellow flag, if not a red flag. If they're like, I don't use analogies. I don't even know what those are. I don't use those. That they're probably not good at describing things to customers because every really rock star sales rep I've ever worked with always has analogies, either ones they go to or they can make them up like that and they just, they love it. So you want to test for that and see if they're able to do that or not. And that's why I like this question and that's why it's part four in this series of six parts of how to interview a sales rep. So I hope you found this useful. I look forward to seeing you on part five and six, or if you haven't watched parts one through three, go back and watch those. And hopefully with all these questions, you'll be able to use the MavMind HypnoSales approach to hiring the best rockstar candidates, keeping them on your team and having them always confessing that this is the best product team and company I've ever worked for and you're my favorite boss. My name is Maverick. I'll see you on the next HypnoSales show.